Hey y'all and welcome to this week's episode of the Transparent Truth Podcast. Um, listen y'all, honestly, this week is not going to be anything super special or super exciting. I told y'all like some weeks I'm just going to be running my mouth and this is going to be one of those weeks. So you know what I'm going to tell you, grab your water, grab your coffee, grab your tea, because baby over here, we heal through transparency. Let's get it poppin'. just going to really like I said be me running my mouth I'm I'm actually just gonna be venting to y'all about my week um but you know before I get into that I gotta give a shout out to my man it's Flav Dynasty for our wonderful um intro and yeah so y'all listen I said and our slogan is over here we heal through transparency so what does that mean? That means some weeks are going to be very uncomfortable for me because some weeks I'm going to talk about things that I normally hold in. Like some weeks I'm just going to be extremely vulnerable and transparent and just honest with you guys about what's going on. And that's going to be one of those days today. Like I have had a rough week this past week. Um, It's been the past few weeks and I've been trying to keep like a high head about everything and I've been trying to, you know, keep my faith and stay positive about things. But I feel like, you know, um, even the strongest of soldiers sometimes get weak. And I feel like this is definitely one of these days. Like today, it just seems like everything is making me cry. Everything is making me irritated. And, um, you know, on top of me, you know, being a woman and the women know what I'm talking about as far as like being a woman during a specific, you know, period of the month. Um, I just, I feel like everything is getting to me today. I probably cried about six times today. And when I tell you guys, I cried about stupid stuff. I mean, not necessarily stupid, but it was just things that I was like, girl, what did you crying for? Like, (laughs) and it's like, sometimes I have to talk to myself like that. And it literally was like, girl, what are you crying about? And why are you crying again? Because man, wasn't you just crying? Like, 20 minutes ago it was it's been bad so uh, a lot of people don't know like I got laid off from my job and when I got laid off from my job like um honestly these last two years since COVID hit all I've really been doing is like surviving just trying to survive from you know one place to another from one place of employment to the next like and I have also lived in different states over that time so it's like since the pandemic I feel like I have definitely been struggling to just catch a breath and I know that for a lot of people they like dang you know the pandemic was two years ago that's a long time not two is like three at this point and it's like 
that was a long time ago. Like, yeah, I, I feel like I have been trying to get my life together for quite some time. And although towards the end of last year, I definitely started getting on a, a great path. And um, I started, um, you know, just transitioning my life into something better. I felt like I was stuck in a rut for so long. And um, I can honestly say that the, the transition of my life definitely didn't happen until I had a conversation with God. And I was like, Lord, I surrender. I cannot keep fighting. I cannot keep running because if this is what the world has to offer me, y'all, baby, listen, y'all can have this. I don't know how people of the world stay in the world. Like that is a sinking ship. And I mean, baby is going down quickly. And so I was just like, Lord, I just give my all to you. But just because I said that I give my all to him and just because I surrendered to the Lord does not mean he was about to be like, okay, well, here you go. Here is the Valley of Sunshines and, and the... Have you guys seen the, <laughs> the new Puss in Boots movie? And when the little pure-hearted dog touched, like his um, he touched this little map that was showing him, like the his the path he could take to the one wish that he could get, and he had he had a a thing that was like you know Valley of Sunshine and pocket full of posies. That is not life, <laughs> even for the most kind-hearted people. It is not life. Inside bar. I cried that entire movie. Like, who cries on Puss in Boots? This is what I'm talking about, y'all. So it's just been an overwhelming feeling um, of a lot of things. And because of it, it's kind of been getting to me. And it's like, I constantly hear God telling me, like, you have to be slow to anger, slow to anger, slow to anger. We need to remember long suffering. We need to remember, like, peace and patience and like fruits of the spirit and things like that because listen I'm not gonna lie I'm not the most reasonable person in all situations like I'm not slow to anger I have this thing about stupidity and I am really learning as an adult like as I get older and older and older common sense is literally one of the most rare things it is I don't know why it's called common sense because it is not common at all it is few far and in between People are straight simpletons and I, it, it is a pet peeve of mine when people cannot get from A to B to C on their own or by putting logic together. And God be telling me like, listen, you need to stop. You need to stop with the judgment. You need to stop just assuming everybody has the same upbringing as you. You need to stop assuming like that people even went through like traumatic experiences as you did and that, you know, they problem solving became just one of their like it, it's it's something they had to do to survive. Like a lot of people didn't have to do that. Some people just went through life like it didn't matter. So I have definitely been working on my anger and being slow to become angry about things or irritated or frustrated or things like that because I don't want things to ruin my day. Like, I don't want them to completely alter my day altogether. And so it's just having that control and that power over yourself. Like, stop allowing other people to have that much power to the point where they are able to just ruin your whole day. Mind you, they just walking around, you know, in bliss because they say ignorance is bliss. They're walking around in bliss and you walking around in anger because they didn't piss you off and they don't even know what they did. They don't even necessarily care what they did because they don't for them is blissful. They they don't even care. But um that is something I've been working on this week and then I don't know why, but like maybe because 
it is, you know, my womanly time. Like I've just been feeling like an overwhelming sense of wanting to be a mom. Like I just, I catch myself at night watching, um, Instagram pages of, of babies and like, I catch myself making like Amazon wish list of baby things. I have no children. I want y'all to understand that. Um, I am not in a relationship with anyone. Um, I don't even have a sneaky link. I have not been sexually active in quite some time. So, um, yeah, babies are not even a thing right now. But I do catch myself just wanting to be a mom, just longing to have my own child and because of that it is it it be weighing on me sometimes like I'm not a spring chicken I'm not young but I'm not old either don't get it twisted I'm not young I just be wanting to be a mom like I love children I love like my nieces and nephews are my babies they're my heart but it's nothing quite like having your own child but then again it also hits you and reality hits you or hits me because I'm not going to speak for anyone else. I'm going to speak from my own experience. It hits me and it makes me feel, you know, shameful. And in a sense, because they've been telling me since I was 13 that I um cannot have children. Like I can't bear children. Like my, um, my period and things like that have been so inconsistent and so off. I've had it since I was nine. I got it when I was nine. And then it came back when I was 11. And I mean, it came back in full force. Like I was having to wear uh, overnight pads when I was 11 because I was soaked through them. And it's like um, with them telling you that you'll never be able to have a child like naturally or you have to go through IVF or you'll have to get a surrogate. And um, knowing that right now I'm not financially able to do any of that is very discouraging because it's just like I want a kid. Like I do, I want a kid and and it makes me feel inadequate as a woman because I feel like, you know, and I get it and I understand and I don't want people to listen to this and be like, there's so much more to womanhood than you. I understand it. I get it. But as a biologically born woman having a uterus, it's like sometimes you can feel your, <laughs> your ovaries like pumping like baby 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 this like you see a baby and you have to like oh oh relax because you get like this overwhelming sense and feeling of like wanting a child and I'm not saying that the same thing doesn't happen for men but I'm saying that I experience a different feeling just knowing that I haven't had a successful rate of having a child all these years like I got pregnant when I was 21 um, I lost that baby. Um, I got pregnant a few years later, had a miscarriage, um, went to my doctor and she was just kind of like, so we have these issues where your body is doing X, Y, and Z and this and the third. And then it was hard for me to get pregnant to begin with because I have, um, endometriosis, endometrioso microplasia. Don't do not listen. Don't <laughs> do not quote me. But the microplasia part is right. It's like endometriosis, microplasia, or something like that. Pretty much. Long story short, the lining of my uterus is incredibly thick. So in order for a baby to happen, um, 
you know, after it gets fertilized, it has to stick to your walls and it can't really stick to mine if I got two, three, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 inches exaggerating, but of extra tissue or whatever the case may be. And it makes it harder for the egg to implant. And it's just, it's so many issues and you get tired of being poked and prodded. I've been poked and prodded since I was 13. When I was 13, they were trying to send me to OBGYNs and my mom refused because they were like, you know, she was like, you know, she's a virgin. Like, no, you guys aren't doing that. And you just kind of get tired of the, the nose and, and it makes me feel like less than a woman. Um, some days because I feel like, you know, you know, like women were made to bear children and women were made to, you know, bring families into them, like grow whatever you give to a man's like, or like whatever a man gives you. So it's like, and again, this is just my own personal, my own personal ideals of how I expected my life to be. And so it was like, you know, a guy gives you love and you, you give him a family and he gives you a seed and you grow his children. It's like, what do you do when he can give you all of that, but you can't give back to him? You know what you're supposed to give back. And it also, it starts to weigh on me when it comes to you. Cause like right now I'm single. So it also weighs on me when it's like, it comes to being in a relationship because it's like, um, when I meet guys and I have conversations with them, um, before I was like, I would never date someone that had children. Never, 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 never. And then it switched from that to being like, maybe if I start dating guys that do have children, it'll be easier and the pressure will be taken off of me to, you know, bring one into the world. Cause it's like, he already has one or two. So, you know, he shouldn't be longing for another child. Cause it's like, he already has children to focus on. Um, and it, I felt like it just takes the pressure off the conversation of having to tell them like, you know, if you do eventually want children, I don't know how this is going to work. I don't know what, what's going to happen because they've been telling me since I was 13 that I couldn't have them. So, um, y'all I'm getting choked up. <laughs> it's like, um, you know, being 31 and watching people. You have like families and um seeing people like and I know, I know, I know, I know and I know and I know that everybody else's story is not mine. I get it. It just kinda sucks to like see people around you, especially people like that you know who do not want children and they can have them so easily. And sometimes I just don't understand this world and sometimes it just breaks my heart for certain things and I know that it's really out of my control and I shouldn't be focused on anyone else and I don't covet thy brother's things trust me I follow my commandments <laughs> to a certain extent but at the same time I just be wanting my own I just be wanting you know my love story like I am I'm 31 and if anybody knows anything about me like one thing that I do is that I love hard and I love extremely hard and I love with as much capacity as I can because I felt like I went so long and I didn't get love. So because of that, I try to make sure that I, I give and, and I love fully and completely. And it's like, I'm ready for my love story to be written. I'm so ready for my husband to walk into my life and for him to allow me to love him unconditionally. Like I'm, I'm ready for that. I'm ready for the children. I'm ready for 
um, a lot of things that I wasn't ready for, you know, even last year, like I wanted it, but I wasn't ready for it. And it's like, now that I'm ready for it, I have to also learn patience in that because it's like, just because you became ready, girl, don't mean you get to rush nothing. So like this week has been a, it's been a lot because I've been overwhelmed with emotion. Like I'm like, geez, I want to be in my career. I want to be set in my career, which is this. I want to do public speaking, motivation. Um, I want to be actually, believe it or not, I want to um, be a domestic violence like counselor and things like that, which is why I'm in school. And um, I, I want to help people, not just women. I want to help people all together, but women specifically, um, you know, just continue going. Even when life seems like you can't, I want to help them because it's like, baby, been there, done that. And I want to be able to just allow God to shine through me and be able to be a living, walking testimony for someone. Because sometimes people need more than sympathy. They need empathy. Like they need to be able to see what the other side of things looks like. And and they need to hear real life stories. Like for me to be able to tell people, girl, that is, that was not an easy process. Like for me, it was eight years. Like, and I just, I want to do that. And I want to be that. And because of that, I just been kind of feeling not stagnant, but I just been kind of feeling overwhelmed with emotions because it's like, um, I feel a sense of loneliness and then I feel a sense of like being incomplete because I feel like I don't have um, the other half of me. And it's like so weird because when it comes to the situation of wanting to be in a relationship, it's like I long to be with this man and it's like I miss this man. I don't know. I have no clue who he is. Like I have no clue who he is. I don't know who he is. And it's just like, but I miss him every single night. And some nights I find myself crying because it's like, I miss that person. Like, I don't know who they are. And don't get me wrong. I am very content because people like to tell you like, oh, well, that reason is because you don't love yourself and your cup is not full and all this other stuff. And it's like, baby, my cup is full. I want somebody to sit for me. Dang it. Like, can we, can we? Like, waiter, can I get the check? I'm trying to leave and go home to my man. It's, I'm ready for the my man, my man, my man phase. But I'm also ready for the my family, my babies, doing cute little family stuff. Because I've always wanted that since I was a baby girl, since I was a little girl. I wanted, I used to tell my teachers whenever, like, what are you going to do when you grow up? I was like, I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom. Everybody else was talking about they wanted to be doctors and lawyers and astronauts. And I was like, I want to be a stay-at-home mom. I do not want to be a stay-at-home mom. I want to be a hybrid mom. Like, I'm kind of at home some days. And then I'm out in the field other days. Like, I want my kids to be like, yo, mommy gets it with the movers and the shakers, okay? Um, But, yeah, i just been feeling a sense of, like, loneliness and longing and, like, just, you know, pondering on where I am in life and wondering, like, when it's going to be my turn. But not, not hating on anyone who is currently, like, it's currently their turn. I literally just be so excited for people. Like, I'll be seeing people get engaged. I'll be like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> just about TikTok. I'll be like, it's so beautiful. I'll be like, yes, girl, get your man. I'll be like, yes, sir, get your wife. Because the Bible says he that findeth the wife. It gets your good thing, okay? And I just be so excited for other people. I just be rejoicing for them because I be like, listen, 
when y'all see me falling out on the floor when my wedding comes understand that I've been through some things and so yeah that's just how my week is going and then also I feel like a failure because like I'm 31 and I'm my career is not established and then I I do realize and I have to have very real moments with myself and pull myself back in because I also was diagnosed with like being manic depressive. So like I can literally go from zero to a hundred at any time. And because of that, um, I have found that I get more peace when I don't sit in that. Now, don't get me wrong. Some emotions and some things people do have to sit in and live with me. If I don't pull myself out of those emotions immediately, I will literally find myself drowning in them within a day or so. So like I have to, take control over my mind and I have to tell myself like listen a lot of these are just societal pressures that people put on you who puts a time limit on when you are supposed to do anything like I literally seen a lady the other day who was sharing her story on Instagram and she was pretty much like um she didn't have her first kid till she's 35 like and I see people like Kiki Palmer who have openly talked about how she's had fertility issues and she's glowing I mean glowing her baby boy is doing her such a great justice and then I'd have people like Jesse J who understands my story who is also pregnant and glowing like nobody's business like I feel like she's having a boy as well because skin perfect body on right like belly super round and perfect and she's just amazing and it's Jesse J has openly talked about like she made a whole song about how she's had fertility issues and things like that and like because of her her like immune system and things like that she's had issues and to see them with their babies when I tell you rejoicing I'm like so super happy for them and so I know like Jesse J is 34 so I'm like I know society puts these pressures on us as women and they're like you have to have a career you have to be established you have to do this you have to do that for you to be able to get x y and z and all those other things and it's really not that it is really society telling you like you're not deemed worthy as a woman unless you have these things and quite frankly it sucks it does it's already hard enough living in this world period as a human being altogether in general I mean I'm not sure with the you know the air population like air population the air pollution being terrible and stuff like that so i'm not sure if birds is up there kicking it and they happy about what's going on either like the oceans is all polluted i'm pretty sure the whales is sick and tired as well so is the fish everybody listen everybody Loch Ness monster at at this point everybody about to join together and tear humans up but I I don't <laughs> I, I don't know if everybody else as is like of all the other species is just chilling like I don't know if spiders is like you know we cool we kicking it we just weapon out here like I don't know <laughs> doing that but I know as humans it's hard enough to just be a human and then I feel like you get a it gets a bit harder when you are a, a black human and then I feel like it just get a little bit more harder when you're a black human and you're a woman. And then I feel like it's just even more harder when you're a woman that's black that is not of societal standards. Like for me, I'm fat. And it's like, um, I it's like Jiminy Christmas. Like, can I get a break? 
But listen, when I tell y'all something that has been pulling me through this week has been my devotionals and praying and going to my Bible. Literally, every time I get like frustrated, angry, something like that, like pop in my ears, my gospel music, read my devotionals, like watch a sermon, do something like that. Because it just makes me feel good to like hear that things are going to get better and that it's not... And, you know, don't get me wrong. Like, the sermons I'll be watching are very convicting as well. They'll be like, get your life together. I don't know why y'all here playing with time. That's not promised to you. But at the same time, they're also very comforting and knowing that the things that I'm going through, like, God cares and he cares individually about me. Like, he doesn't need me to do anything, but he cares enough to call me friend, to call me daughter, to not just say that he loves me, but that he likes me and that I'm a jewel that sits in his crown and that he is going to care for me and take care of me and love me through it all and because of that my heart instantly like when my anxiety raises up or when loneliness tries to creep up or something like that it just it goes away but I'm also not naive to the fact that just because I love the Lord does not mean I don't want a man like I think women are not women but yeah women I'm gonna say it like I think they are weird like I think church women are weird when you be like when someone says something to you, even jokingly, which I think it's very rude. Let me put this disclaimer out there. It is incredibly rude for you to ask um, women who are like of an older age or anything like that. Like, oh, well, when you going to find a man? When you going to get married? When you going to have a baby? Because literally some women do not want any of that at all. That does not define them as a person. And that's why I said this is just the personal feelings I've been having because I am very aware that that does not define you as a woman. Like, you are who you are in your own outright. So it is very weird for people to do that. Even like when couples get together and the first thing people start saying is, oh my God, they're going to have the cutest kids. Baby, who said that I want them human possums? And it's okay because I love children, but I'm going to call them human possums because I did not know kids carry so many, like they be carrying and catching so many diseases. Like my nieces and nephews stay sick. I'm like, are you sick again? They be like, yeah, it's a cold going around school. I'm like, good Lord. But <laughs> it's, listen, I love my babies. Okay, don't take offense that I said that. Do not take offense that I call them little human possums. I absolutely love them. It was just a joke. Ha ha, kiki, kiki, when we laugh and move on, okay? But anyways, it's like, um, you guys, like I said, you have to stop doing that. And then for certain people, like you have to stop asking people like, well, when are you going to have a child? Or when are and like pretty much saying that they are not somebody until they do these things like Everyone is on their own timeline. Literally, everyone's book is being written by the same author, God, but it's being written in different ways. So it's like y'all have to stop saying that to people because if it would be very rude when I'm gonna ask you, if I ask you, like, when you want to start growing some edges, like, wouldn't you get your feelings hurt? Like, if I just came out of nowhere, like, girl, you've been on your hair journey. You did your big cut. You did your big chop like a year ago. We must have growing some edges. Do you not, do you not hear how rude that sounds? Like that is the same feeling that other people get when you say stupid stuff. Like when are you going to have a child? How do you know that that lady hasn't been trying to have a child? And she's like me and has fertility issues and has an autoimmune disease. So like carrying children is like literally a lot. It is a lot, not just mentally, but like physically, emotionally, spiritually. It's a lot. It's a lot that plays into that. And because of that, like God got to make sure. Listen, I'm not necessarily mad at it because I understand that he's probably and I know that he is saving it so that I have a child with the right man, because I just need my baby to be loved onto a different level of love because I didn't I didn't really get that. Like I'm an orphan with both of my parents alive. So 
yeah it's like yeah i get it and i understand it but all i'm saying is all i'm saying is jesus i see what you have done for others and i'm standing here waiting for you to do it for me um and yeah I told y'all I was not going to drag y'all on long and that we're going to try to keep these episodes under 30 minutes. And I mean, I'm not putting it on a time limit because if I got something to say, I'm going to keep saying it. But that's really all I wanted to tell y'all this week is, you know, stay encouraged through the tears, through the lonely nights, through the sadness, through the rainbows, through the sunshine, through everything. Stay encouraged. Like, life is about literally things can happen in the blink of an eye i can literally be like oh mommy and mommy mommy and and then tomorrow i run into my man or my man can currently be in my life currently interested in someone but he'd be playing games so that's another situation but it's like you know you never know what your path is and i feel like if you give up i feel like when people give up like when it get real 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 tough it's getting real 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 real, real tough because you right there you right there and it's like just push a little bit more just stay a little bit longer just hold on a little bit longer and you're gonna get to what you want to get to so you guys stay encouraged stay encouraged um don't feel like you're alone and yeah i love y'all so much um i am going to absolutely cry because um even though i'm recording this episode i want you to know that i actually um have already like launched the the first episode and i launched our instagram and i shared it and so many people shared it and so many people liked it and like i instantly started crying because like why do y'all like me (laughs) it's like why do y'all like me i'm just i'm just a regular 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 girl from upstate new york sy in the building and it's like I'm just from Syracuse and I be minding my business and I be doing my thing and I be like and I be like why do y'all like me but like I know why y'all like me because I'm like fire like fuego fuego but it's like (laughs) thank you guys so much for supporting me I I love y'all I love y'all I love being able to do this I love being able to talk to y'all I love being able to make myself laugh through talking things out and you know crying things out because I'm emotional like nobody's business and I need hugs and cuddles I need mommy to cry so yeah but thank you guys for joining me for another week's episode of the transparent truth podcast I love y'all so much and we out I'm gonna see y'all next week bye